Hey guys, it's Naylor. I have a big favor to ask of you. I know you just clicked play on this podcast, but before you get settled in, can you do me a big favor and go into the app that you're listening to this episode on and click follow or subscribe? And while you're there, click download so you don't get any interruptions due to spotty service. This way you can fully enjoy the episode. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Here we go. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening to another episode of the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR, and today I am having another solo episode. This is not an IBG episode, in-between guest episode. This is actually one of the episodes that I originally thought about making a couple of years ago when I was filming the Get to Know the Pro a series on YouTube where I go, tra- where I was traveling to different pros all around the country, you know, locally and, and other states to look at their setup, listen to their story, and just kind of share different perspectives from different areas of the country for all of you out there in the industry to, to hopefully help inspire, motivate, you know, whether you're wanting to get into the business or you're already in the business and, and maybe you're stuck at a certain spot, you kind of need to get re-energized, uh, you know, you just want to kind of grow or or w- w- whatever level you're at. Hopefully there'd be something there for everyone. And I interviewed everyone from, you know, solo to multiple crews, million dollar you know, lawn care and landscaping companies and and everywhere in between that. So one of the things I wanted to do as I was kind of rounding out the first season, I had, you know, almost 20 episodes on YouTube at that point. There's some commonalities, some different things that people talked about that were very similar um, on different episodes. And I kind of wanted to take different excerpts from, you know, the audio from those different episodes from the different people talking about similar topics like um, leaving a full-time like nine to five type job, corporate job to go full-time with lawn care, for example, um, you know, or w- we're learning like how to better balance their family and, and work life. Uh, so those are just some examples of some common themes that people were talking about. And I kind of want to take the different audio out of that because, you know, the video part is for you to watch your setup and, 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 you know, listen to them tell their story visually as well maybe see some of the stuff in action, different services being performed, but there's a lot of just like standing up or sit down Q and a and things like that, that could easily go in a podcast format. And I could kind of make like a best of the get to know the pro. So that's where I originally thought about making a podcast in the first place before Paul Jameson and even had a podcast. And it wasn't even really that big of a thing. There was only a couple of folks like Julio with the lawn care business, business success, doing a phenomenal job. He's like one of the OGs there in podcasting for the green industry. Um, but there wasn't as much, you know, a couple of years ago. And Paul was just thinking about it, uh, just thinking about creating the green industry podcast. And I was asking him his opinions on it and, and uh, about trying to start one for myself. And, you know, he, he you know, <laughs> nicely, and I'm, I'm glad that he did, uh, kind of steered me, you know, away for, for, for that moment. Just, you know, he's he wants everything to be uh, top, you know, top shelf, the highest quality possible. And so do I. So when he was telling me like everything that that's involved in making a podcast, like just like people don't understand how much is involved making YouTube videos. Yes. You can just record something on your phone and throw it up on YouTube. But even that there's a few different things that you have to kind of navigate and, and learn how to do. But then when you want to take it to the next level, when you actually are getting subscribers and, and, and a lot of views and you want to maybe grow that, then that that's where the work really comes in that you want to, you know, put different video clips together 
together, edit stuff, put some music in, you know, maybe you're not comfortable on camera. So you're recording yourself multiple times saying or doing the same thing or whatever. So it's a lot more work than people realize. And it's the same exact thing with podcasting and and probably a lot of things in life. You know, we take it for granted because we're watching people that have been doing it maybe for a while, or they're just really good at it naturally, a little uh, combination of the two, and they kind of make it look easy. And, And we're just like, wow, that's awesome. I would love to do that. You know, whether it's sports, you know, podcasting, whatever, mowing lawns, whatever it is. You're like, man, that looks awesome. I would love to do that. And you might think that it's not that hard because these people are making it look easy because they, it, it kind of is for them. They've been doing it for a while. So Paul told me right right from the beginning that it's it's going to take some time. It's going to take some money and um, different types of equipment, resources and all that. And just like him, I wanted to have, I wanted to put my best foot forward. So he was investing all of his time and energy and some money into uh, what what it was going to take to create the Green Industry Podcast for him. So I was like, you know what? This is not the time in my life right now to add yet another thing. This just sounds, seems like, you know, more than I can, can handle right now at that time a couple years ago. So that's why I just kind of, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, um, have low quality, uh, out there. So I just decided not to do that, but, you know, fast forward to now, a couple years later, right. The green industry podcast is just doing phenomenal. Um, Brian Fullerton created a Fullerton unfiltered podcast. That's doing great. A whole bunch of other podcasts out there are coming up. Everybody's it's, it's like the next new great forum for our community, for social media, to stay connected, to share great information for everyone, inspiration for everyone. So, you know, I was like, you know what, maybe let's just dive back into to the podcasting realm now that there's equipment, better equipment, smaller, more streamlined, simplified equipment to be able to podcast high quality episodes versus just plugging a microphone into your computer and having some sort of thing on there to record, you know, what you're saying and all that. And it just makes it so much easier now to, to not have to do all that on your computer and, and call people or Skype people. You can just take the whole setup with you. And if you're going to a conference or you're going to the GIE or you have a whole bunch of local people that you've gotten to know through social media, you can get together, go to shops, you know, people's offices, houses, whatever, and just set up, you know, just pull out some headphones, mic, uh, you know, your podcaster and, and just, just go to town and make some great content. And then uh, obviously you know, edit after and upload it and so on. So that, that really opened up a whole new set of doors for me. So short story long with me, right? But that that's I say all that just to say that I've this is why I got got into podcasting finally because I thought it was the right time for me. And since then I've evolved the idea. I didn't want to just make it about, you know, talking about the, you know, showing uh playing, replaying different snippets of the Get to Know the Pro series. I wanted to actually interview a lot of new guests, like guests I never got to do Get to Know the Pro or just maybe want to follow up with because in two years a lot's changed, whether they downsize their business or they their business exploded or whatever the scenario is. Uh, you know, maybe I want to touch base and follow up with them on that. And so I can do that in this this forum. You know, I could even do video while I'm doing that too. So again, it's just another add-on to the whole thing. So this particular episode, since it is the winter time, uh, where I'm recording this in January, beginning beginning uh, of January, one of the things that I dealt with myself, and I know a lot of guys and girls in this industry deal with the downtime, you know, we're, we're running so hard the majority of the year that when it comes to the winter, you know, we we fall into this 
kind of depressive state of mind. You know, we, we, we go into it thinking, you know, we're getting burned out by the end of the year, you know, October, November comes around, holidays are coming up and we're just like, we're just done, right? We're, we can't, we kind of can't wait for the season to come to an end or at least slow down so we can kind of regroup, get some rest, hang out, kind of like do nothing for once or whatever. But what happens is we kind of get we, that gets old quick and we get stuck in a little bit of a rut. And then when we get stuck in that rut of not being productive, not getting up, you know, early and getting out every day, doing stuff, feeling, feeling like we're actually accomplishing things, you know, getting paid for things. Yes. We may have saved up money to get us through the winter and all that. So we don't have to have a whole bunch of this, the same amount of full-time work coming in if we're solo and so on. But it's still like that mindset, that state of mind that we have when we're just kind of sitting around. Like, yes, we get to spend more time with the kids. Yes, we can, you know, work on some projects maybe around the house that we couldn't get to before or projects in our business, you know, cleaning st- equipment, fixing equipment, whatever the deal is, moving equipment around, you know, changing storages or whatever, um, purchasing equipment, selling equipment, all that. But it, then none of that really is the same as getting out there every day and grinding the same kind of energy, the same way. It's just, it's just, it's just not the same. You can go to the gym, you can do whatever you want, but needless to say, sooner or later, if you don't have a solid plan and peers and mentors and friends and family or all of the above in your life to kind of help you get through that, you, you could really fall into an an actual depression. And, uh, I, couple of years ago when I was going to get another another pro when I was in Michigan I sat with sat down with um Aaron with Lansing Lawn Service and he he was telling me his story that he shared a little bit on social media and I wanted to dig in a little bit and see where he was see, see how everything was going and kind of just really get a story out there because I knew it was a common theme a common story um I, I never you know dealt with what to the extent that he dealt with, but I could definitely relate and empathize because this time of year, I, everything that I just said prior, I had those issues and it was like, man, I gotta, I gotta get out of this funk. I gotta get stuff done. I gotta, you know, I started, you know, feeling bad about myself and and I'm not productive and yeah, it's great to be Mr. Mom and all that and be able to take care of the kids, take them to school, pick them up and all that. But that, that just gets old when you're used to all the other stuff. You're just going, 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 going. And then when you just stop, it, it, it's a, it's a hard transition. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of different ways to kind of get through that. And I'm not here to say, you know, what, what those ways are or are not, but I do want to share what Aaron had to say from that video a couple of years ago where he did actually battle, he battled actual depression and had to get help for it, um, to help get him through it. And he had a lot of good things to say about it. Um, and you know, he's, since then he's, he's, he's bounced, bounced back through that and he's been doing well with his business and his life. And, uh, I'll be catching up with him again sometime soon and get, get him on the podcast, uh, hopefully in the next few weeks or, or to a month, actually, by the time it, it goes, goes out there live. So, uh, he's, he's a good guy. He's a solo operator and he's been in the business for a while now. Um, but at that, at the time that I interviewed him, he, he was battling, it was in the winter and he was, you know, battling, just literally battling depression because he was in that mind, stuck in that mindset that he wasn't earning any money for his family. And he just wasn't, it was really just the energy. Just, he just wasn't physically getting out there doing the same stuff, which affects you mentally. And it just, you just, it's just a downward spiral. So I just wanted to make this episode to kind of take uh, the snippets out of there so you can listen to what Aaron had to say. And, you know, hopefully it will help uh, as we're getting kind of in the, in the midst of this winter slower slash off season for a lot of us in the country, 
it, hopefully, you know, if you had, if you did struggle with this, this will help you, you know, maybe um, get through it or avoid it. And hopefully uh, you could avoid it altogether. If you have never experienced this, maybe this will help uh, give you the, the the tips to, like I said, av- avoid this from even happening and navigate around it. So without further ado, uh, let's go ahead and listen to what Aaron had to say. I remember in the past, like uh, at one point you were kind of questioning some things about mm-hmm. your business and um, beyond, was, was it because of the, the, the slow payers or the no payers or was it? Um, this past summer, um, I just, I actually went through kind of a depression okay. um, and I didn't even realize it until um, just this past uh, July or mm-hmm. July, January. January. Um, and so I got I got medication for it. I've been talking about it a little bit okay. on social media. I've seen some other guys that have been going through just yeah. seasonal depression or whatever. Yeah, yeah the winter but, time is definitely one yep. of those times that, that happens for most yep. people. But it uh, it really affected my mindset for a while, and um, I I was questioning whether I wanted to continue in the in the business or not. Because um, you contributed that to why you're yeah. feeling that way, and yeah. and now in hindsight, as you're going through some of the healing steps, do, do you do you still feel that way, or no, are there some other no, factors it's, and stuff? It, it was you don't just have to get into that, but um, it was mostly it it was a very dry season for us here in Michigan, and uh, I it was just something I don't know must have been chemical uh, in my brain that just I just felt depressed and down. And so you weren't doing as much work yep. probably contributed yep. to it and feeling like maybe this isn't as successful as I thought it was yep. going to be and all that kind of stuff just compiled on. Oh yeah. There. But so I, I was questioning it, um, but I went to GIE and got you know kind of refreshed yeah. there a little bit. Yeah, I remember and seeing energized. You there. Yeah, I, I remember that's what it was before the GIE. I remember you maybe made a video yep. or talked about it somehow or another. Yep, it was a video. And then, yeah, and then and then I saw you at the GIE and it was you know it, it seemed like a nice a nice break you know yes it was being with your peers and hanging yep. out with people you haven't seen in a while and just kind of reconnecting. There's a lot of energy you know. Yes. Uh, in our community, let alone, and that that manifests itself live, like mm-hmm. at the GIE, the, the GIE right. Expo um, in Louisville, Kentucky, and that's why so many people look forward to it every year. Because, I mean, any solo operator, they'll tell you, I mean, it's a grind all year. Yeah. Um, and it it wears on you. Yeah. And so, I mean, you know. Yeah. So definitely. it's it's a great refresher to go to the GIE every year. Yeah. So. So going forward now, what what are some of the things that you're that you're putting in place mentally, physically, or whatever to kind of keep you in that same positive mindset and, and, and just just hit it hard this year? Um, that's a good question. Um, still working through that. I actually go to a counselor. We're gonna you know work yeah. through that. But um, this year, last year, I didn't really set many goals for myself. This year, I'm setting a lot more goals for the business. Mm-hmm. Um, to kind of help me drive forward and continue um, to really push hard mm-hmm. through through the entire summer yeah. and and keep that positive mindset. Yeah. Because last year I really didn't have a good set of goals to work towards, and mm-hmm. I think that's partly why. Yeah, have anything I to felt, really look. Yeah. Yeah. Really felt like okay, well, you know, this is fun and all, but yeah. 
So what so what are some of like just some of your short term goals then that you would probably write down or have? Um one of the goals that I have is to um add twenty new customers uh this year. Okay. Which is a lot. Uh, I mean, it could be. It sounds yep. like a lot, but for some people, it yep. might not be. Um, I'm really going to target um, some specific areas this year uh, with door hangers. I don't know how they're going to work, but we'll see. Well, what have you tried in the past? Um, in have the past, tried? I've just used Craigslist and a website. Okay. Um, my website has been huge for me mm -hmm. um, the last couple of years, but I'm really going to focus on some guerrilla marketing, uh, yep. yeah, get that direct really door hangers, yep. yeah, that, that you can really cherry pick the neighborhoods yep. and houses, and yep. yeah, um, just talking with Brian's lawn maintenance, that's mm -hmm. all he does, mm -hmm. he doesn't have a website or anything like that, mm -hmm. so, um, and he's he's big on route density, mm -hmm. and, yeah, and I really want to condense my route, yeah, so that's what I'm going to focus on uh, this spring, and then uh, adding the 20 customers, um, and then also, I hope to hire on a part-time employee awesome. this spring as well. So awesome. those are just a few of my short-term yeah. goals. Yeah, those are some good measurable goals, yep. so you can really look at it and see. Yep. Um, and so I heard you say about you know Brian's lawn maintenance, and um, so you, you you talk to you're talking to different guys and, and <laughs> getting it. For, so how how beneficial has the community on social media? for lawn and landscape how beneficial has it really been to you it's very beneficial um i mean you don't even you can get a lot of information just by getting on the you know the facebook forums or or just watching youtube videos but there's a whole nother level to to the community if you actually interact with individual lawn and landscape uh people yeah. and really pick their brain you can really get a lot, lot more ideas because you can only, you can only go so far with YouTube videos and yeah. things like that. So, yeah, um, it, everybody has been, been super helpful and just willing to, to give any ideas. Yeah. So it's. I can only imagine like guys like yourself, even me, but anyone that's gone through the things that we've gone through, and you weren't on social media, you didn't have a single person really, mm -hmm. you know. Um, in that respect, to turn to how much more difficult all of these things would be, oh, right? Yeah. These different challenges and decisions that you have to make, and you just really feel like you're all alone. But yep. social media, man, it's really been something. It's really connected people, and in our community with lawn and landscape, it's been it's been uh, you know priceless because just so much so much knowledge that everyone is willing yep. to share and help, and then you know offline you know relationships develop on a more personal level and you yep. can actually like you know meet in person and do things and you find out people are in the same town or a neighboring town you can yep. get together and just really sometimes even pass work off to each other i mean yep. just in michigan alone there's so many people that i keep finding you know on social media that are Absolutely. that are in here and i mean it's, it's the sky's the limit to all you guys working together and helping each other i mean there's plenty of lawns for everyone it's not mm -hmm. like anyone has to really fight um, as long as we're all in the same mindset and we're all fair and we're not trying to, you know, get over on anyone, you know. But I think most people in this community are in that mindset of let's help each yep. other. And the ones that aren't are the ones that are, you know, clicking dislike and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, they're just watching from afar, but they're really not involved in the community yep. like the ones uh, that should be are. So, yep. um, so that's awesome, man. Uh, yep. what, what, uh, what piece of advice would you offer anyone else? 
kind of in your scenario, um, you know, they've been doing this for a few years and, you know, maybe they've been, you know, struggling with some of the things, you know, mentally and, and business-wise as you, like, what what advice would you give them if they're struggling right now? And they're like, man, that's me. I don't know what to do. Like, I feel like I should just quit, you know, or, or, or do I? I don't even know what I'm thinking right now. I'm just so confused. What, what would you offer them? I would tell them, uh, number one, don't quit yet, <laughs> um, to stick with it, um, and definitely get into whether it's local or online, get into some sort of, of mentoring group uh, where you can get some encouragement, um, and it, you know, be willing to express those those feelings of of being, you know, feeling alone or feeling like you want to quit. Express those to somebody because they can. They can really help you out, um, you know, if you have specific questions, uh, just about a whole plethora of stuff. So it, you know, just interacting with people is is huge. I know a lot of times you can feel very alone in this business if you're a solo operator yeah. and not connected with somebody. So that, that would be my biggest piece of advice is just get connected with with somebody in the industry that can that's been there and can give you some encouragement yeah because you're not alone right right you're not alone there's so many other people out there that can that are going through the same thing as you and uh you know can just help you you know yep. just by just by talking about it so absolutely thanks man i appreciate Thank you. you thanks for having me over yeah, and sharing you your story absolutely Hey guys, it's Marty. Let me take a moment and tell you about the Ramp Rack. This is a pickup insert that eliminates the need to pull a trailer just to haul your equipment. It easily installs on any 1500 to 3500 pickup long or short bed, extending the usable space of your bed by two feet. The Ramp Rack's most popular model for landscapers is the PU200. It has rear window protection and a removable shelf for push mowers and gas cans. You're going to love this. The Ramp and Dovetail have a weight capacity of 2,000 pounds. Made in Maryland, it comes powder-coated and, of course, built to last for years. Here's what I'm asking you to do. Head over to therampwrack.com and, of course, save 10% with the promo code LCR. That's therampwrack.com, and, of course, we'll throw the link in the show notes. LCR not only uses the Ramp Rack, but he gives it his highest endorsement. Hey guys, it's Naylor. Has there ever been a guest that you were listening to on a podcast that you wanted to ask a question that just wasn't asked? Well, now's your opportunity. Send me an email at lawncarerookie at gmail.com. Tell me who you want me to interview, what question you want to ask them, and for that matter, if there's any questions you have for me that you want me to answer, and I may give you a call and answer the questions live on the air. You're listening to the LCR Media Podcast. So I really appreciated Aaron being so open and candid with his personal experiences. Um, I know he was doing it because he wanted to help others as well as it's it's self-therapeutic, you know, when you're talking about it and sharing it, when you're at that point where you're comfortable doing that, it, it is helpful to talk about it, not, not just to a therapist or your spouse, but it's also good to talk about it with peers and mentors and, and kind of get your story out there and, and the fact that you might help someone else out there is helping you 
feel better, you know, and, and get you lifted back up. Uh, so like I said, you know, Aaron's doing, doing much better and he's, he's, uh, he's crushing the game up there in Michigan and I'll be following up with him again and we'll get his full story on the podcast and, you know, kind of go through what, what we were talking about here and, um, how he kind of went, went in there and out of there and, you know, where he's at now, what his goals are and, and, and everything there. So he's, he's a great guy. I see him like it pretty much at every kind of live event conference GIE that, that we go to, especially if it's in Michigan, like Brian Fullerton's event up there that he's done a couple of years now in a row, uh, which is a great event. So, so yeah, so I see Aaron all the time. So I, I can't wait to catch up with him and, and get him on the podcast. Uh, but I will end by, by saying, have, sh- uh, sharing a few points that I used myself, um, to kind of help get me through these slower times. Um, while I was solo, because for one thing, when you start hiring employees, that in and of itself, if you're planning on keeping them, which if you find good employees, you really should keep them. You know, I I mean, we're talking one and a half to two months max of really slow times. So it it is challenging for sure to keep enough hours for those guys to stay happy and, you know, find, find uh, creative ways to, to keep them paid. And and like I said, happy, uh, keep work coming in and so on. Um, even if you're paying them for not working, you know, you give them a day's pay or I know some companies in the area give a week's pay, you know, like the slowest week of the year and give them a week off and they get paid. It's like, you know, thank you for, for everything they did all year. Please stick with us, you know, and and, you know, we're going to hit the ground running again in another week or whatever. So there's a lot of different methods for that, but having employees means that you're going to work more and you're, you have more responsibility. So that in and of itself is going to help you get through this kind of mental down swing here and, and kind of keep you hopefully out of those depressive mindsets and those negative, you know, beating yourself up type thoughts. Um, but even, you know, even so you still might have that. And especially when you're solo and you're like, all right, well, this is my downtime now. Like I said, you get really caught up in that and and, and, and it can, can affect you negatively. So some of the things that I did uh, was I, you know, I kept a notebook for one thing, like a little notebook with me everywhere that I went every day. And, you know, I would start off every day or the night before I would jot down some things that I wanted to accomplish the next day. Um, and they were all, you know, mostly, business related. I say all mostly, that's a contradictory thing. Anyway, mostly uh, they were all like lawn care related things. Some of them were, you know, social media things. And and as that grew, that list became bigger or almost even, and sometimes in some cases bigger than um, lawn care, because this is my time to really focus on LCR media and all of my social media things like now podcasting, YouTube, planning for the GIE, all the different events that I put on there, the rally, the live panel, all the exciting things to come for that. Uh, as you know, any, any trips, traveling, things like that, any any live events, all that stuff. We all try to plan that around the, the slower time, the off season. So that has has definitely filled my schedule up now. But before that, you know, I would just try to find what needed to be done. Like, yes, I needed to plan for the next year, you know, make sure that I have, you know, all my ducks in a row, make sure, you know, what changes do I need to, to make? Do I need to raise some prices? Do I need to get rid of some, um, you know, the, the bottom 20% of my, of my customers? Do I need to, um, get new customers? You know, do I need to change my marketing? Do I need to market at all? Do I need to upgrade any equipment, fix equipment? You know, do I need to change my service offering? Do I need to change my invoicing software? like so many different questions that can be asked from year to year. I mean, the first, it all starts with looking at the previous year and how did you end up? How much money did you make? How much did you do per cert for each service? 
what services, you know, worked out better than others? What did, did you like, didn't you like so on and so on? I mean, you know, what broke, you know, what things can you maybe not do the following year because you don't have the right equipment or you can't afford to replace it or buy it or fix it or whatever. So it's all about that reflection from the previous year. And then that helps you plan and focus on goals for the following year. So that in and of itself is, is a good amount of time to think and plan and strategize. And then all the other things that I, that I mentioned um, to, to figure out. So I, I just chip away at writing those different things down, plus any personal things, right? Go to the grocery store. Like this is a time, especially when we're solo, where we have a little more time and we can help out around the house. If, if we have a family or spouse, we can help out with different things, clean, you know, help out with cleaning, uh, go grocery shopping, just spending time, you know, with, with, with your kids, with your spouse, all the above, uh, it, you know, if you haven't had a lot of time, you know, you have more time. So it's good to catch up and, and kind of get that extra stuff, go to the gym, whatever, whatever it is, you have some extra time, use that time productively. Um, and, and, and what's going to make you and, and the ones that you care about the most, the happiest. So if you do that, uh, that, that, that's just more things to add to your list. So, you know, you all write those things down, you know, like, like I said, like go to the grocery store or clean this or fix that or reorganize the garage, which has nothing to do with lawn care. It's just, you know, personal, like over the course of the year, things get a little crazy, you know, and you want to reorganize stuff, you get new things, whatever the deal is, you know, you want to sweep, clean, whatever, you know, so you just add those to the list. So I would always have a list every day of something to do, whether it was one thing, 10 things, whatever. And then I would, every day I would try and chip away at that list. And a lot of times throughout the day, things would come and go, things would be added and subtracted for various reasons. And I would make sure I keep that updated. And just, just a simple thing like that helped me feel a little more productive because, uh, a lot of time when I didn't do that, a lot of times the end of the day would come and I would feel like I didn't even accomplish anything. You know, sometimes my wife would, you know, say, how was your day? what did you do today? You know, because she knew I wasn't doing a whole lot of lawn care stuff. So she was just curious, you know, what, what, what was going on. And, and sometimes I wouldn't even really, I wouldn't even know or wouldn't have like a good response or I would just feel bad about myself because I didn't really do a whole lot or I felt like I didn't do a whole lot. But then when I started writing it down, I could actually see that I did like, oh, I checked off like 10 things today. You know, whether, whether two of them were like super easy things, you know, like, uh, you know, um, clean the, 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 whatever, you know, clean a certain room in the house and say, clean the garage, but that may not be a simple thing for, for some of you, but, um, you know, like it could just be a quick, easy thing, you know, go to the grocery store and pick up this, that, and the other thing, you know, five things or whatever to, to help your spouse not have to do it on the way home from, from their job or, or whatever they're, they're doing, you know, that might be a quick, easy thing while you're out and about, but it's one more thing that you checked off to make you feel more productive. So just simple little things like that helped me. And I'm sure it can help a lot of folks out there just so you can stay on track, not lose focus on what needs to get done, what you did do, what you didn't do, um, what, what, uh, can be moved to the next day because of one thing or the other that came up or what can you just delete all together? Cause it wasn't even a priority or it already got done or, or whatever. You just keep track of it. It's, it's just like a planner, but I just kept it super simple with a little notebook just to jot things down every day with the date and all that. And I, jot little notes and stuff. And sometimes I'd explain why I didn't get something done just to, just to reassure myself, you know, that, that, that there is a real reason. And I could also reflect on that too. If I look back, I'm like, man, I got two out of the 10 things done yesterday. What the heck happened? Or a couple days ago, what happened? I can kind of pinpoint, sometimes I would put time stamps for different things too, and just pinpoint where I wasn't productive and, and why was that? And how can I keep that from happening again? Because the bottom line is, if you feel unproductive, even if you are productive, you're going to 
be unproductive. You know, like everything that you think you become, and that's where we get stuck in this rut when we're not doing, you know, the same stuff. We're not in the same hustle and grind and we're not physically doing stuff as much. If we're just sitting around and we're just kind of doing a little bit here and there, that's where we kind of let our mind really get, get out of control. So that the more we show our mind and, you know, that, that we are actually getting things done and that we are being productive, the more we will continue to be productive, the better we'll feel about ourselves and we can kind of get through as well as we'll stay on top of things, you know, make sure we're planning for, for the next year and we're, we're fixing this and fixing that and getting ready for this and getting ready for that. So those are just that, that that's just kind of like the, the main example, um, that, that I have, you know, I kind of rattle off a bunch of little things of like me personally, the stuff that keeps me busy throughout the year. Uh, and I know that won't apply to everyone, but I think definitely the, the note taking, having a little to-do list, having a little notebook around you to just kind of journal your day every day. Uh, and so you can cross things off. It feels really good when you can manually cross something off on a piece of paper, you mentally feel better. Like I accomplished something. There it is. Especially when you see the list getting shorter, but also I'll end by saying, be fair to yourself too. Don't make like a list of 50 things for one day. Like, you know, be, be honest, like prioritize what really has to be done today. What could be done tomorrow? What could be done at the end of the week or what can be done next week? If it's Thursday, you know, like what can be done on Monday? Like stuff like that. Be, be realistic. Cause then you're going to set yourself up for failure too. If you say, I need to get 50 things done today and you can realistically only get five of those things done. Like what that's, you're just going to, you're going to feel awful about yourself and that defeats the purpose. You're only feeding into that mentality. So obviously be honest, be, be, uh, be good to yourself and just make, start with small lists, get the priorities done and you can add stuff on if you have time or whatever. And if you leave a couple things that you didn't get done on the list and you move it to the next day, or maybe it's just one of those things that is always there so that if you have some free time, Oh, you can do this. It's not really a priority, but if I have free time, I can do this and do that. And then that feels good too, because you have quote unquote extra time. So those are just some things I want to share with you guys. I, I hope for the nothing but the best for, for everyone out there for 2021. I know 2020 was a very challenging year for for most of us, if not all of us. There's a lot of ups and downs, um, but but again, at, at the end of the day, it's about how we how we respond and react to those things. We can't control the weather. We can't control the health of the, of the, of the world. We can't control politics, but we can control how we react and respond to those things. We can either go crazy, flip out. We can get negative, defeated, you know, blame, pl play the blame game, the victim role, or we can just say, Hey, you know what? It is what it is. This is what I can do for myself, for my business, for my family. This is what I'm going to focus on. And I'm just going to, and then just going to get after it. And, and just, and that's it, you know, plain and simple. So let's do that for 2021. I hope you guys the best and get through um, this winter kind of slow off season, really get pumped up and fired up. Another reason why I wanted to start the podcast now so that I can get this information out for you guys. So even though you're not out there necessarily mowing lawns and, and working, all day, every day. Hopefully you can still listen to these in your car or, you know, when you are doing some work here and there, or maybe around the house, you can have it playing uh, on Bluetooth or on, on your headphones or whatever, so that you can just kind of keep, keep your head in the game, you know, and, and stay motivated. And hopefully all of us that are putting this content out there, uh, whether it be YouTube, you know, Instagram podcasts, all social media in general, hopefully that's what we're doing. So I appreciate you guys listening and have a great 2021. I just wanted to take a moment to thank today's show sponsor, The Ramp Rack. I personally have used The Ramp Rack for one whole season. It's been an, a game changer for my business. If you're looking to level up your lawn maintenance business, mowing crews, instead of pulling a trailer through all these tight neighborhoods, you can be super efficient, 
time saving, just going from yard to yard, neighborhood to neighborhood without pulling a trailer, everything on your truck, utilizing the ramp rack. I've got a few different videos on my YouTube channel, LCR Lawn Care Rookie. You can check those out. Also, the Ramp Rack does a phenomenal job on their on their website, giving all kinds of information, pictures. You can reach out to them with questions. Go ahead and check out the Ramp Rack if you are looking to level up your lawn maintenance business like I did. All of their information and links are in the show notes. Mr. Producer here, and if you're enjoying Naylor's podcast, I recommend you head on over to his YouTube channel at LCR and see what else he's doing for the community and become a part of the LCR Media Network. Just click join next to the subscribe button and you'll have instant access to exclusive training videos, a private Facebook group to network with other members, and live streams with Naylor. You'll get access to every YouTube video before anybody else does, and you can even schedule Zoom one-on-one video calls with the Lawn Care Rookie and talk about anything you may need help with in your business, like best types of equipment, going part-time to full-time, how to get the best route density, finding your ideal clients, finding employees, or just anything else you need help with. Again, all of this exclusive access is for LCR Media Network members only. Just click join next to the subscribe button on the LCR YouTube channel and be a rookie for life. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.